Talking about safety with your aircraft principal when managing a small flight operation. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. Serving as the chief pilot or manager for a small flight operation often means having a more direct, one-on-one -on -one dialogue with your aircraft principal compared to when you're part of a larger organization. That relationship can be particularly helpful when discussing what is perhaps the most important topic in our industry. Communication's the key. If you're communicating openly, I haven't had any problems with that coming back and being a problem of talking safety with the principal. That's John Foster, Chief Pilot for Home State Insurance Group Incorporated. Also joining me is Joe Samadovsky, Safety Officer and Citation XLS Captain for Brandt Incorporated. John and Joe are members of the Small Operator Subcommittee of NBAA's Domestic Operations Committee, and they also participated recently in the latest module in NBAA's Small Operators Learning Series, Speaking with Your Principal, Expectations of Safety. John, we'll talk more about that module a bit later. But first, why can safety be a tough topic of conversation, particularly for smaller flight operations? Small flight departments don't have the resources, a lot of times don't have the extra cash capital to bring people in that are um, well-versed in this area. So as uh, someone that has stepped up, maybe flight instructor, uh, got in the right seat of a corporate aircraft, then eventually took over at a department because somebody's developing a department, and now they find themselves operating a small turbine, medium turbine aircraft with a new co-pilot. Uh, they're just things that didn't come along with that. They learned how to be a pilot, but they didn't really learn how to manage a department. As opposed to a large department where you're hiring a safety officer, you're hiring director of operations that's going to bring a lot more experience to the table than a lot of small flight departments find themselves in. Joe, what's different about the subject of safety versus discussing other aspects of managing a small flight operation? The interesting thing about safety to me is that compared to some other subjects, it is a little bit more intangible. For example, with a budget, the flight department can sit down with the principal or the executive team with numbers down on a piece of paper and let's say an Excel spreadsheet and forecast costs in the future. With safety, that's a little bit harder to do in a, in a conversation with the principal and as John said, it can be about experience and our and our background, but a lot of times the flight department, it's it's up to them to hold a mirror up, look themselves in the mirror and determine how safe they've been operating and a clear and concise way to communicate that to the principal. Are there safety issues that we see more commonly in small flight operations, Joe, versus larger ones? Well, from my perspective, there really aren't too many safety issues that are unique just to small flight departments. I think that a lot of the safety issues that are impacting larger flight departments will be very much the same to small flight departments, such as fatigue or, or complacency. I think the challenge comes in into how the small flight departments address those safety concerns, again, with potentially more limited resources compared to larger flight operations which is all the more reason for small flight departments to ensure that they are doing everything they can 
to maintain a positive safety culture. I would agree with that. Although not operating in a large flat department before, I've just been able to visit a few and talk to the principals of uh, larger flat departments as far as the managers of those departments. And I would agree, a lot of things are the same. I mean, mission completion is important. Mission safety is important. You're transporting passengers from A to B. Uh, We all deal with the same weather, the same airports typically turbine aircraft. So a lot of those things are going to be the same. Just as far as depth of resources is where I see the difference. Usually uh, as our small flight department, we don't have a director of maintenance and we don't have a dispatcher. We don't have a weather group that's watching the the flight. So it's left basically to the chief pilot and the co-pilot to uh, work together on those items. So, John, given that many small flight operation managers and pilots value the closer relationship they have with their principal, does that make it easier or harder for them to raise safety-related topics? My experience is it makes it easier, and I'm going to have to say that depends on the principal because I do know of some other small operators that their principals, very entrepreneurial, high-risk individuals, that uh, that's how they've got their, their success is they're used to pushing the envelope. So to go to try to talk them back on safety can be a challenge. Thankfully, I work for a group that's uh, an insurance company, so we already understand risk and we're risk averse. So even though they may not understand all the aspects of aviation, they understand risk. And uh, my experience is I haven't met a principal that starts from the point of let's operate unsafe. They all at some point realize that they want to get there safe. They can't do their business if they don't get there and they want to come home to their families at the end of the day. So I think approaching it from an angle of how we complete this mission safely and that we still get uh, the desired results and bringing options to the table if there are challenges, that's going to be universal and it's much easier when it's one-on-one with the principal. And you'd have to develop that relationship with the principal to where they trust you in your judgments and know that you are, at the end of the day, wanting to complete the mission and not using safety maybe as a fallback or cop-out for not completing the mission. Joe? I think it ultimately depends on the personality and the leadership style of the principal and then the ability of the flight department to tailor their delivery to the principal accordingly. I think ultimately that will make it either an easier task or or more difficult. It's up to those folks in the flight department to be able to communicate clearly and effectively. And something that has uh, helped me in the past is finding that relatable common ground. In our flight department, we're in the agriculture industry and specifically manufacturing fertilizers. We've done so for over 65 years. So that in of itself comes with some inherent risks and the leadership at our company, they understand risk. It's just up to our job in the flight department, being able to communicate what risks are in operating a flight department. And I think it's also important too. When it comes to just communicating in general with the principals or the company leadership, especially in regards to safety, is uh, applying some emotional intelligence type skills. Just being able to have some humility and some empathy when communicating safety. We'll have more in just a moment. But first, this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, get ready. Business Aviation's biggest event is back and in person. 
Register today at nbaa.org 2021. We'll see you there. We're back now with Joe Samadowski and John Foster, members of NBAA's Small Operator Subcommittee, and our discussion about how to speak with your aircraft principal about safety-related matters. Joe, before the break, you mentioned finding a bit of common ground in safety discussions given your company's expertise with addressing risk as part of its normal operations. And that's also going to be familiar territory for the insurance company that John works for, I imagine. What are some other ways a chief pilot or small flight operation manager might approach raising the subject of safety with their principal or company? One of the ways is maintaining a continuing discussion or ongoing dialogue. Uh, Safety shouldn't be a one-time talk with the principal or the owner. And it doesn't have to be long conversations either, speaking with the principal, having a, a set timeline for a meeting, keeping the topic very narrow and specific and sticking to the points of the of the meeting but being able to set other meetings down the road and and with that continuing ongoing dialogue i think you're being able to build trust and maintain trust and also with that you can ask your principal they're very familiar with flying in the in the back and riding on the business jet enough so that they're able to determine when something might be off and encouraging them to speak up if, if they recognize something and, and sort of solicit their, their participation in the overall safety of the operation. John, how would you recommend a small flight operation engage with their principal about safety to really make them part of that process? Well, I'm going to build off what Joe just said because it should always start early on in the flight department with a meeting with the principal and just discuss expectations. As far as our operation, we didn't start with a manual, but that became something that along the way I started seeing more operators with a manual. First, it seemed very daunting to have this huge document, but it was a large operator out of the San Antonio area. Their director of operations encouraged me just start putting together a smaller document. And that's when I found the NBAA resource for the template for light operators for manual. And I took that template, modified it, and started to go to my principal and talk about duty times and talk about flight duty days and talk about our minimums that we'd use for weather that we would use for fuel stops to justify why are we stopping when we're headed up into the northeast corridors what are the reasons behind that and i found our folks very receptive to those conversations Just a general guideline I encourage everyone, and I should go without saying, is just be open, honest, and direct with your principal about these discussions. And then on the follow-up, the way we do it is before a flight, I'll go in maybe just five minutes and talk about the trip, any additives that I'm seeing with weather or logistics that could cause things to come up, just where they're not caught off guard if we have a change of plans. And what if those plans change to the point that it's no longer safe to operate the aircraft on that mission, John? What about proposing other alternatives? Well, and that's where having the guidelines laid out ahead of time and the principal being involved in those guidelines is that when you come to them and say, here is our trip, here are the additives that are causing trouble with our risk assessment, 
And here are options. One of the big things a previous supervisor told me, he said, don't come to me with problems, come to me with solutions. And that stuck with me for a long time, is before I start that conversation, I should have some options. Here's an A, here's a B, bring the principal into do we have a C option that we could do as far as is the airline better? Can I get you to a different airport? Can we reschedule the trip and maybe do another trip in its place and uh, swap those until the weather or those risk additive items, the risk score has come down on our safety management system? Joe? Yes. It reminds me of the quote from Zig Ziglar, uh, success is when opportunity meets preparation. And in instances where because of the risk profile or the situation surrounding the flight just unfortunately don't allow us to to take that flight, which is a, a reality. Sometimes the safer alternative is, is to not fly. While that is not necessarily a positive in terms of it being an opportunity, having those plan Bs or Cs available for our principals or our executive team is a way we can ultimately turn maybe a not so great situation into an ultimate success. And we've had that experience in the past uh, at our home base airport. We were uh, scheduled for a flight and we had a really bad ice storm come through in the middle of the night. We had coated ice all over the airport and the runways were closed, scheduled for the flight in the morning, but we were watching the weather through the night and and, uh, the day before, anticipating the the arrival of the of the ice storm and the possibility that it it may prevent us from flying in the meantime we were able to secure some ground transportation for our passengers to another airport that was out of the uh, the ice storm's path and that was ultimately the route we went and we're able to uh, get our passengers successfully and safely on their way now let's talk a bit, Joe, about the NBAA Small Operators Learning Series presentation you and John were recently part of, speaking with your principal expectations of safety. You know, we covered a lot of different areas regarding safety and communicating with your principal and not only how to communicate, but some of the tools that specifically small operators can incorporate into their operation to ensure and improve safety because while developing a robust safety management system might be a, an ultimate goal, we realize that the either the costs or the personnel resources for small flight departments may prevent that. But that doesn't mean that there still aren't things that small operators can, can use. And we discussed some of those tools in that module. The Small Operator Learning Series, and uh, specifically the Small Operator Subcommittee, has been a point of excitement for me because I feel like it's an area that hasn't been tapped. Maybe in other areas, people have experienced these type of references and and support, but feel like at times where uh, small operators are out on an island by themselves. And you just don't know what you don't know. So by being able to network with other small operators, we, in a sense, get the benefit of what a a larger operator gets with many management personnel, uh, safety team members. We're able to connect as a group and be able to address these items. When I was driving to work this morning and thinking about this podcast, one of the things that I considered is that I've always operated within the regulations 
And what I'm finding is you can do better than that. Regulations, just to use an analogy of a road, is the guardrails that uh, keep you up from going way off the road. But makes no sense to drive scraping the guardrail with the side of your car. <laughs> so started thinking about, well, if we develop a, a manual with standard operating procedures and expectations and items there, then that's more of the roadway. That's what the path we want, want to be on that keeps us from being up against the guardrails. This module is part of a members-only resource developed by the NBAA Small Operator Subcommittee to help guide chief pilots and managers of small flight operations. To access this resource and review related webinars from the Small Operator Learning Series, visit nbaa.org principal. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store. Wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.